Michael is a 22-year-old junior at UCF studying computer engineering, but he remembers clearly what it was like as a high schooler applying for college. Even though I, I was applying for college and stuff, I wasn't really sure, you know, could I actually get in? Like, would it be, like, possible for me to actually commit to that? His trepidation didn't come from bad grades, but because he's undocumented. Michael says he and his mom moved to the U.S. from Nigeria when he was just three years old. Uh, it's been pretty hard because both my mom, mom and I are both undocumented, but my sister was born here. So, But um, it's been pretty hard for both of us. She's had to run odd jobs to make ends meet. Michael says his mom found Hope Community Center when he was 17. Staff helped their family fill out all the necessary paperwork, but he still faces additional barriers because he doesn't have his papers. For example, Michael never asked to be paid for his internship. And now with the new immigration laws here in Florida, he says he and his mom are facing a new set of challenges. Seminole State College business student Salvador Rosas is a U.S. citizen who comes from a mixed-status family. His parents are undocumented. He says he can relate to the added stressors the law has caused. And mentally, uh, my mind has been all over the place realizing how is my family going to like go through this? How am I going gonna go through this? Rosas says he's a lot more anxious these days. According to the Higher Ed Immigration Portal, Florida's new immigration law could impact 40,000 college students who are undocumented here. The state graduates about 13,000 undocumented students from high school each year. A University of Arizona study found a 2011 Arizona immigration law that allowed police to stop anyone to ask about their immigration status caused declines in school attendance and performance. January. January. February, February, March. Ivis Greenwall, who runs Hope's after-work ESL programs for adult learners in the Apopka area, says class sizes have been smaller than usual this summer since the new law took effect. We actually know of three families from our program, from our ESL program, that actually moved to a different state. Um, and that's just the people that have answered the phone because, you know, we called back and said, hey, we missed you in class. What happened? And then they tell us we left. Central Florida school districts don't track the immigration status of their students. So it's hard to tell if enrollment numbers are down heading into the new school year. Alejandra, a third grade teacher at Orange County Schools, who is herself a dreamer, says several of her students left the state at the end of last school year. She used to teach in Oak Ridge, where the majority of her students and parents were immigrants. I. I created those relationships with my students, just like all teachers do, where you you just want to know that your student is doing well and want to come back to the school and know, hey, like, you know, how is Maria doing? I do worry about how they do, are doing in other schools because the place where I was at, the school where I was at, they had a sense of community. They felt very supported. With school starting this week, Alejandra says she plans on talking about her immigration status with her students and their parents. She wants them to know they have an ally in her and someone to confide in as they navigate the new law together. Danielle Pryor, 90.7 WMFE News.